We're all on a journey through this life, and that journey can be quite difficult. It can be extremely hard when we have more questions than answers, especially when it comes to our faith in God. Even though we're on a journey of life, we don't have to do it alone. Join us for the power. And this is what we're talking about today. Well, I just... That's a good one. You know, I'm like... Well, welcome back to The Journey Never Alone. Uh, this is Joe, Pastor Joe, and... This is Pastor Ray from Farwell United Methodist Church. Greetings. Yeah, and we are here today to talk a little bit about what is the bottom line about what Jesus was saying, or what the... How do you want to word this? You, you, I'm... How do you want to say this? What does what role does Scripture play in your life? How about that? Yeah, there you go. Because there's a lot of different parts to it. Oh man! I mean, it depends on whether you're looking at the Old Testament or the New Testament, whether you're looking at uh, all kinds of stuff. There, so. there is a lot of stuff in there, that's for sure. And I've got I've had more people say, you know, Joe, it's it's so confusing, and there's so much information in there, and then of course you have the differences between the Old Testament and the New Testament, and I like this part, I don't like that part, and whatever. Well, that's, so. that's a very fitting um, comment, though, for a lot of friends mm -hmm. who are Christians. They tend to like to pick the pieces of the Bible that that they like, and then sometimes ignore other parts. Well, it's kind of like going to the candy. That's like going to the candy store, man. You know, I don't like the you know peanut M and M's. I only like the regular ones. You know, and, but it's just, it, you're right. It's the same thing in scripture. Maybe some of you guys have experienced the same thing, where you know there's some parts that are just you have an affinity for them, and other parts it's like I don't need to go there. And so. I, as we were talking a little bit about what, what do we want to talk about today, we, we thought about, well, what is the basic message? What is it that, that Jesus was saying? What is it that Old Testament was pointing to? What is it that God has said through the prophets and through all these people? I mean, you know, what is the bottom line, if I had to put it in a nutshell? Okay. Great. Uh, let's start old to new, Old Testament. Okay. Um. I think one of the things we can look at in the Old Testament, and people get, they look at some of the scriptures and say, oh my goodness, we don't want to do the Old Testament. But when you look at it, the Old Testament gives us that idea, perhaps, that our God is a second chance God. Mm -hmm. He had the chance to erase Adam and Eve, so to speak. He didn't. Had the chance to erase uh, Noah family didn't we go down through uh solomon we go down through abram abram we go down through different people and we see god trying to get us to do things right and even in spite of ourselves we end up with god saying yeah i kind of like them i'm not gonna i want to do they got to pay attention somehow and that's hard they then, you know, something happens and we move forward. Mm -hmm. So I get from the Old Testament part, there's the, the, the part, and there's many parts to it, but I get one part of that is the idea that 
that God is a second chance God. Hmm. He like gives that. us He gives us that opportunity. I like that. What do you think? Well, you know, yeah, from the Old Testament perspective, you know, a lot of it is, and I'm sure you've heard this from a lot of your people too, you know, the Old Testament, there's so much war, there's so many, you know, violence and all of these things and, you know, all of these stonings and all of this negative stuff, you know, and, and, and yet what you're saying is if you really look at what's going on, I mean, honestly, look at what's going on and what could go on. God is really showing us in the Old Testament that, first of all, you can't live to the letter of the law. You're just incapable of doing that. However, I'm here to give you that second chance. I'm here to put you back on the right path. And I'm here to, you know, to straighten up the mess that, that we we made in the Garden of Eden. You know, I mean, if you look at it that way. Yeah. But you're right. He is a, a God of second chances. And you know what? Personally, if if he wasn't, I wouldn't have anything to talk about today. No. You know, bottom line. Bottom Fair line. Fair enough. I, I made a note here of a couple of scriptures, you know, and one of them was when Jesus was asked, of course, you know, what's what's the big deal? You know, what, what's God really saying? What, what's the greatest commandment? And when I read that, I thought about, you know, that would be my style. You know, let's put away all the other stuff and just give me the nutshell here and just give me the, the, the main point. And that's what he says. You want to read it? It's going to be out of Mark 12, 30 and 31. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second of these you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Okay, so he gives us really two main things to think about, doesn't he? But these aren't the where where you where you got this one from. It's like okay, these are not Moses's commandments, right? These are Jesus's right commandments that says, "Oh no, here's what I have for you." a new set of commandments because it's one of those things it's like well you ask i'm going to tell you mm-hmm. love the lord your god with all your heart soul and mind and strength and then love your neighbor as yourself nothing more nothing bigger than that and it takes in all those other things it does you know and when i read that i i thought about the old and the new testament and i'm like you know when you look at the old testament really he was kind of saying the same thing back there you know, if you just love God and just trust in God, all of this other dysfunction and all this other stuff would never have been taking place. Right. If we had done it right in the beginning, you know, if Adam and Eve had, you know, <laughs> loved God with all their heart, their mind, their soul, their strength, their body, and I mean, all this kind of stuff, maybe they would not have made the choice that they did to separate themselves. But God... Starts right off in Old Testament times and says, second chances over here. You know? Fair enough. Yeah. And when we look at that that scripture out of Mark, it's all I mean, we've got that that whole idea of oh, it fits into as we look at our the the title topic of our podcast here, that idea that you're never alone. Mm-hmm. You're on this journey. Well, love your love the love God. With your heart, soul, mind, strength, you're never alone. 
and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. No commandments are greater than these. So it, it fits in really well. It really does. And, you know, I think for the person, the reason I jumped to that, I think the person, uh, at least again in my experience, that, that they get involved with the Old Testament and they miss the point that God is a God of second chances. And then they, they immediately kind of close it down. And say, well, let's see, what what did Jesus say? I mean, all that was negative, you know. I want to hear what positive stuff, you know. And But really, he's saying the same thing here. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. You know, because that, hey. as a part of what Jesus does, he ends up a lot of different times talking about the fulfilling of prophecies. Now, this isn't a prophecy. Right. But a lot of different times whenever we're talking about uh, Jesus and Scripture, we'll see different authors and different people point from the New Testament back into the Old Testament saying, Jesus did this as a fulfillment of prophecy. Jesus did this as a fulfillment. As we look mm-hmm. at him, and you know, people also say, well, should we even be studying the Old Testament? Well, you kind of have to look at that from the perspective, which one of these did Jesus study? There was only one of them around when he was around. <laughs> Good point. Good point. And he referred to it quite often. He did. And he affirmed it quite often. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, that's a great point. That's mm-hmm. a great point. Um, but I, I just know that, you know, so many people, in my experience, have just been so turned off by starting with the Old Testament. Um, looking at it and, and misunderstanding it and not seeing the point that God is providing second chances here. If you look at it, it starts right in the book of Genesis, yeah. those second chances. So, yeah. So I think that's one of the things we need to kind of support and kind of emphasize a bit to maybe some of our listeners that, you know, God is a God of second chances. It's been in this, in his word since day one, you know, when he wrote, you know, you know, through the prophets, Genesis, and blah, 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 and on and on and on. Uh, he's been there showing his nature and his character, you know, but also his demands because he insists upon holiness, doesn't he? Yeah. There's a, there are expectations throughout for us to follow. And it seems like when we get into trouble is when we're not paying attention and not following through with those. I'm a witness of that one. You know, sometimes I look back and say, why did I make some of the choices and the decisions that I did? You know, and it's like, okay, I can I can understand how maybe Adam and Eve got on the wrong foot there. You know, they made a bad choice or whatever, because, you know, we all make bad choices. Um, But man, don't shut it down. Don't shut down the Christian faith or even looking at the getting involved with it based on a misunderstanding of what God intended to be. Hey, this is who I am, and I am a God of second chances. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, yes, there's a lot of negativism in Old Testament. There's things, I mean, you got, it's like anything else, isn't it? If you want a good relationship with somebody, you got to spend time with them, right? You have to invest in it. Yep. Invest in it. So, you know, hey, friends, I would encourage you to invest in your relationship with God through reading of Scripture and prayer and meditation and, and those types of things. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. I also made note here, if you had to summarize the whole message of Scripture, 
what would it be? What would you say? If somebody, one of your members at your church said, hey, Ray, you know, what? give me the bottom line again. I think I'd, just off the top of my head, <laughs> jump into the old song, Jesus loves me, this I know. Boom. I mean, that's the, the bottom line of it is we see Jesus in the New Testament referring to the Old Testament prophecies. But we see Jesus setting us up for success mm -hmm. if we listen and pay attention. Jesus loves us if we know that. I think that's where the message of Scripture comes. We see the, we see the ideas of salvation, redemption. We see forgiveness. We see all those different things. As a result of Jesus' love, mm -hmm. the covenant, we can look at that through, um, through the Holy Communion. We can look at a lot of different things and all these different things that we have were our covenant with Jesus. But a piece of that becomes Jesus did his part, so to speak. He did all he could for us. He loves us still. And we need to live up to doing those things to love him, to show him that we do love him when hmm. we work through that. So, so th through the way we live our life, yeah. we demonstrate that love. Well, there's... Uh, John Wesley, in his, one of his sermons, I think it was number 51, he's talking about uh, that whole yeah, that's idea. That's pretty good. You remember what number it was. <laughs> it's, it's a message that's stuck. Wesley talks about the accounting. You can be a good disciple now, but there's going to come a time when you are judged, when you're held accountable. True. Like you can't do anymore. You can't bake any more apple pies. You can't have any more spaghetti dinners. And a piece of that becomes... Who are you as a follower of Jesus? Mm. And what kind, of, what kind of a steward were you? Mm. You know, Wesley, I think Wesley looks at it from the perspective of saying we are not debtors. We are stewards. We don't owe Jesus anything. We are in this relationship that Jesus has provided us, and now we need to, to work with that. So it's you know, that's that's a, a beautiful reminder um, that we are not debtors, but instead stewards. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard that for a little while. And you know what? That's very refreshing to think about. So thank you for that. Absolutely. What about you? How would you summarize the that entire message of Scripture since it's the book about that thick? Well, you know, if I was going to summarize the whole message of Scripture... It would be simply that, you know, God loves you. He loves me. He knows the ins and outs. He knows that we're fallen people. We're broken people, you know. Regardless of how much I try and do things right, regardless of how many times I try and resist him, to, I mean, I fail. And he knows that. And it, it is the second chance thing. But the really, the really interesting part to me personally about but the overall simple message of Scripture is that, is that even if I was the only person on the face of the earth, God still, I believe, would have come and died for me so that I could have the opportunity to have that restored relationship with right. him and to live eternally with him. That, that's a, that that's to a me, neat, that's a neat perspective. 
you know, is the deal. And I'm like, whoa. And, you know, that just really kind of sets me back in my seat sometimes to think that the God of all creation, he would have still done all of this stuff uh, just for me. Just it does it does set you back. It does make you pause and think about all the things he went through for yeah. you, for me. Yeah, which which was a lot. You know, I don't think I could have tolerated half the stuff that Jesus put up with in those days. I mean, I'd <laughs> I'd been ready to get the swords out. Let's get those guys. You know, and, and, but. Since we're talking about Scripture, we're talking about Old Testament, New Testament, and all these different things, and people, some people may not be um, that familiar with, you know, the Bible. It's like, it's it's not a page-turner from front to back. Yes, Genesis comes first. But it might not be where you want to start in the Bible. Right. Where might you suggest? Well, personally, again, I I, I would refer someone to the book of John. Because John really paints a picture of the love of God for his people, I think, and the, the sacrificial heart of God for his people. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a short read, really. It's not that long. Um, and it's got some very pertinent information in there, I think, for any new believer, especially, that's trying to look at this whole thing called Christianity and you know, we've got all, everybody's got an opinion about it, whether it's good or bad. You know, what, what would you do? I, to me, I would start by saying, when you go to make that investment in your faith, in, in just checking out Christianity, start with John. Okay. Because I think he pays. What about you? I think mine, not that I really disagree with you, because it's, it's like, okay, there's a lot of pretty good choices. Mm -hmm. I think I would land on the book of Acts. Okay. Because in the book of Acts, we get uh, Luke, who is a little bit more detached than some of the other disciples as a physician of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, but he's written Acts, or caused Acts to be written to convince somebody about Jesus. So there's no, there's no um, pulling punches about it, no saying, well, here's a veiled this, or here's like... No, here, I'm going to write you this letter. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you about Jesus and all the different things that go on and how all this different stuff about Jesus' power, his glory, and his covenants, and everything else to convince you to believe in Jesus. So you know where it starts mm -hmm. from. So it reads as a pretty good story. I mean, I have, don't tell anybody, I have a trouble with uh, <laughs> numbers. And some of the, it's like, this and they begat this and they begat that and they did this and they yeah and to me it's it's a tough one to get through uh kings is another one some really good stories mixed in with some other stuff true but not a lot of faith sometimes well you get the here's what happens when you're a king and don't follow what god has told right. you through the prophets yeah but as you look at it i kind of go with acts i think it's a it's a reasonable enough read. I mean, you can read through it story by story and, and glean mm -hmm. things out of it. Um, so, yeah, I might go with that. That's a, that's a good one, too. So, there you go, guys. Now you have two places to go, right? You're going gonna to go so, to the book of John, and then you're going <laughs> to... So, go read them both, yeah. and then leave us a message somewhere. Right, that's your homework for this week, so... But, yeah, I think 
those are two good choices. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, for sure. Good deal. Hey, I want to thank you guys for joining us today for uh, the Journey Never Alone uh, podcast. And again, like Ray said, if you have questions or comments or whatever, uh, you can go to the toughquestionsforgod.org website and you can send us a message that way and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. You can also go to the, um, if you're interested in older episodes, like if this is your first one watching and you say, oh, there's a bunch of window on before this, you can go into um, Tough Questions for God. You can take a look in any of our your podcasting uh, archives and you can look up The Journey Never Alone, and you can find on uh, the um, Apple Podcasts or Beansprout or Spotify, several other ones now. You can find those, and you can also leave comments in there. So Sweet. But Tough Questions for God is a good place to, to contact us because it's one that we're kind of used to looking at these days. Yeah. Okay, thanks for joining us, and God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Be well. We're all on a journey through this life, and that journey can be quite difficult. It can be extremely hard when we have more questions than answers, especially when it comes to our faith in God. Even though we're on a journey of life, we don't have to do it alone. Join us for the podcast, The Journey, posted fresh on all popular podcast platforms every Sunday morning. Or you can go to the toughquestionsforgod.org website. Thanks, and we'll see you then.